Luxury fashion retailers have long relied on their storied histories to buoy themselves through times of trouble. In a sense, they've become too big, or at least too important to fail. And we as customers, given their importance to our social identities, are willing to give these luxury brands much more room to fail and recover. It's something that the likes of Bernard Arnault and Francois Pinot, the CEOs of LVMH and the Caring Group respectively, understand unequivocally. In fact, it's what drives their portfolio approach to the luxury business. When Gucci is in, then it doesn't matter so much if YSL is out. And in some cases, there have been brands such as Alexander McQueen that at one point was bleeding money, but was kept in the portfolio for prestige. McQueen's extraordinary and extravagant runway shows served as a counterweight to more wearable, sellable labels. This portfolio approach has also meant that luxury brands have always had some wiggle room to be more creative and not so tied to retail sales or shareholder demands. This is indeed a positive in a fashion economy that requires year-to-year -year sales growth. However, from a more negative point of view, it has hidden some of the problems that luxury brands have contended with, from high turnover of creative directors to low sales, and even the ramifications of major public communication fiascos. In the context of today's culture wars, Fashion luxury brands have managed to put foot in mouth an astounding amount of times and still manage to come away largely unscathed. There are many examples. Prada and Gucci's blackface representations, Dolce & Gabbana's outright racist and anti-LGBTQ statements, Marnie's tone-deaf and culturally appropriated ad campaign, Jacques Mousse's performative use of black models notwithstanding a mostly white organization, or Burberry's noose on the runway. Customers will complain on social media, even like Daya Prada's scathing posts, but then they continue to share that same content and shop these luxury brands notwithstanding. As Dior's president, Pietro Baccari, stated, no matter the cultural conversation or the pandemic, we have 20 million followers to feed on Instagram. And why not? The repercussions are still not quite there, and again, largely hidden within the portfolio system. But in an age where the rising consumer is demanding more authenticity and transparency, will luxury brands still get away with this? Will they eventually meet the wrath of cancel culture? Will they be able to claim authenticity while continuing to still build their brands on appropriated culture, on the backs of those who cannot even afford their products? After all, luxury fashion is a luxury that can be satiated elsewhere. News Bites is a Fashion Consort production. Visit fashionconsort.com for more information.